Did you know there is a magical unicorn that runs the universe and is the universe all at the same time? We can talk to her and ask her for what we need. Sometimes you don't always have to realize she's giving you what you need, but she just does. Okay, are you ready to skip this episode? (laughs) Am I totally freaking you out right now? This episode is actually about two specific types of overwhelm and what to do about them. So what the hell does a magical unicorn have to do with overwhelm? Stay tuned and I'll tell you in about one minute, assuming you don't skip my little intro song. Welcome to the Productivity Shift Podcast, the only podcast for busy women in business who are feeling overwhelmed with all they have to do. Whether you own your own business or lead a team or take care of a family or all of the above, this is the podcast for you. Choose how to spend your time so you can make progress on what matters most to your life and business. I'm your host, Elise Enriquez, a certified life coach, productivity dork, and the creator of the GIST program that helps you get your shit together. Are you ready? Let's dig in. Hey, shifters. So, okay, an all-powerful magical unicorn that runs the universe. My wife and I are not religious, but we both have a sense of some kind of connectedness and energy, and we've named that Uni the Magical Unicorn. So we express gratitude to her whenever we receive evidence that something we want is possible or that we are on the right track to what we want. We tell her what we want whenever we reach crystal clear clarity about something. And sometimes Uni just does her own thing. Recently, she validated an idea I had about overwhelm. I was thinking about how not all overwhelm is the same, not just because we all lead different lives and do different things for a living, but because our overwhelm comes from generally different places. In fact, I've come to believe that we can experience one of two types of overwhelm, circumstantial or unintentional. As I was coming to clarity on this idea, I was still kicking it around, talking to my bestie about it. Suddenly, during my very next GIST Productivity Community Hot Seat session, so those are sessions that I run twice a month, where we do a a refresh topic on part of a, a, a key curriculum that we have in the GIST Productivity Community, and then I spend the rest of the time with people doing hot seat questions. So people can sign up for a hot seat session where they can ask a question and get some help on something they're stuck on. Or uh, it's just kind of open mic, right? Where if people don't sign up ahead of time, anybody who shows up gets to get coached. So it's basically an opportunity for people to get one-on-one coaching in our GIST productivity community. So these two different people signed up for a hot seat session and each one of them was representing pretty much perfectly one of those types of overwhelm. One was representing circumstantial overwhelm. The other was representing that unintentional overwhelm. But let's rewind real quick and take a look at what I mean by overwhelm. If we look at actual dictionary definitions of overwhelmed, it comes out in these three major ways. One definition is overcome by force or numbers, which makes sense to us. I always almost picture uh, those, uh, those like army ants or some sort of ants that swarm and overcome, you know, overtake their, their uh, prey, right? Like they couldn't do it on their own, just one of them. But when they come together, that that prey is overcome by force or numbers of the ants. The second definition is completely overcome or overpowered by thought or feeling. And boy, howdy, do I have a lot of folks that I have worked with that came to me with that experience 
And we all still have those experiences from time to time. I do too, of being completely overcome or overpowered by thought or feeling. And then the third one is overwhelmed as in devastated to subject to incapacitating emotional or mental stress. So just hearing those definitions hopefully explains why I use the word overwhelm so much to talk about what a lot of people experience when they come find me and want to join the Just Productivity community. And sometimes we are in a chronic state of overwhelm. And I've noticed that a lot of women are in a chronic state of overwhelm where they're kind of unwilling to face a hard truth, which is I don't have enough time. So when you are somebody who finds this podcast, you're typically a woman in charge. And women in charge, there's always going to be more goals, more opportunities, more wishes, more hopes, more ideas, more requests, more responsibilities. Did I say that one already? (laughs) Than you're ever really going to have time for. Abdicating any kind of role that you play isn't going to fix this. Renegotiating boundaries might fix it, but letting go of a role, like I'm just not going to be a parent anymore. I'm just not going to be in the workforce anymore, right? That's not the point because the the fact is you're just hardwired for this. You are hardwired for being somebody in charge. So changing your circumstances won't change you. You're just going to bring the same you to those next circumstances. So we have to work on how we're changing your reaction to these things. And circumstances do matter. In fact, I think circumstances are what play into the different types of overwhelm that people are experiencing, whether it's either circumstantial or unintentional. So let's go back to uni, delivering me two people, each experiencing the different types of overwhelm that I was hypothesizing about. So the first person who signed up for the hot seat was in a very tricky health situation, has a lot going on because of a major health issue, So there's a lot that they're managing. And for any of you who have either had to manage major health issues yourself or helped a family member manage them or a friend manage them, you know how all-encompassing this can be. And so she was feeling such a high degree of overwhelm that it was hard to know what to do about anything. Her list was so big and so long and her mind was just spinning on all sorts of things that we had to really start to narrow things down a bit. So I'll talk with I'll talk with you a little bit later about what we did. But that was the main thing for her was this this health issue, a big health issue. And so when I think about circumstantial overwhelm, I think of it as things in your life, so current circumstances or maybe even a phase of life that make everything feel like just a little too much. So that might be moving or being in the midst of a major remodel. It could be a divorce or a breakup, some sort of prolonged illness for you or somebody you care about, caring for that person, like you might be the caretaker for that person who's sick or dying. There could be a major career change for you or your, you know, somebody else in your household or somebody very close to you. It could be a death of a loved one. You could have young dependents. You could have elderly dependents. You could have a wedding, right? It's not all It's not all doom and gloom. There can be happy, exciting stuff that's happening too. All of those things are these circumstances that really do have some, a lot of them, somewhat of a time frame on them. And they require a degree of focus that the rest of everyday life really doesn't require. 
So that's what this one person was showing up with because of a major illness that they are navigating in addition to running their business and doing all the other things they do. The other person who showed up and signed up for a hot seat was really talking about this overwhelm they're experiencing because of how much they're expecting of themselves with the time they have. And this is super common. This is where most people find me when it comes to the GIST productivity community. They find me because they have signed themselves up for so many things, they just can't keep track of it all anymore. And they're feeling like it's all too much. These were choices that this person made, but it really was choices out of default behavior and, you know, a, a, a pattern of, of, of personality patterns and wiring that have just, you know, got them into this situation. And so really, I use the word unintentional overwhelm to talk about that. So that's when a lack of clarity and boundaries creates too much to do. And this often looks like the endless to-do list, that feeling of not enough time where they are the go-to person for everyone. They've got kids with lots of activities. These aren't required activities. So this is different than young dependents, right? Where where the child is, is requiring you to keep them literally alive, right? Like feed them, clothe them, you know, all of those kinds of things. So you might have young dependents, but not necessarily have them in a ton of activities. Whereas you can have young dependents and have kids in a lot of activities. That's like a double whammy, right? So the other things that apply for folks in an unintentional overwhelm is they're not letting themselves get enough sleep. They could get more sleep and they're choosing not to. They're always saying yes to things and they are the consummate people pleaser. Whether they are the people pleaser in wanting to perform and look a certain way or whether they really are just trying to maintain peace in a household by going along with whatever anybody else wants. So that's that unintentional overwhelm when a lack of clarity and boundaries creates too much to do. So we're going to take a quick break. And when I come back, I want to talk with you about what to do when you are in either circumstantial overwhelm or unintentional overwhelm. Hey there, if you are relating to any of this, if you're saying, oh my gosh, I can check some boxes in that circumstantial overwhelm list that Elise just gave, or I can check some boxes in that unintentional overwhelm list that Elise just gave, or I can check boxes in both of them, then I really encourage you to join us for What's Your Problem? This is a free workshop that I run. I'm offering it again on Wednesday, August 23rd at 11.30 a.m. And in this workshop, we will go through all of the things that we're talking about today, except that it will be live and you'll be able to ask me questions along the way. So we will be on a Zoom so you can figure out for yourself what kind of overwhelm are you facing? And then we will figure out what do you need to do about it? You specifically, what is the next thing you can do to relieve yourself of the overwhelm you are experiencing? That's what I love about this is that it is a workshop. It is not a presentation. This is strictly a workshop to help you get out of your overwhelm cycle. So head on over to eliseenriquez.com forward slash problem to sign up. And there will also be a link in the show notes so that you can join us. Okay, back to the show. So picture this. We are in those hot seat sessions in my GIST productivity community, and Uni has del delivered me these two great examples of circumstantial and unintentional overwhelm. So one person was in circumstantial overwhelm where they are facing a major health issue, a health crisis actually, and they got to figure out what to do. 
The other person is an unintentional overwhelm where they have a lack of clarity and boundaries is creating the appearance of too much to do. They actually don't have too much to do. They're, they're not being intentional enough to really thin things out. So it's possible that when you heard me talk about those different things that might come into play when we're talking about circumstantial or unintentional overwhelm on circumstantial, I said, moving, major remodel, divorce, breakup, death of a loved one, etc. Under the circumstantial side and on the unintentional side, I talked about the endless to-do list, kids with lots of activities, not enough sleep. First and foremost, if you're checking off any boxes in circumstantial overwhelm, that's the overwhelm that I want you to focus on getting relief from. Regardless of which type of overwhelm you're in, the first thing you need to do is pause. Take a break, take a moment, catch your breath. That is the best thing we can do in any kind of stress, whether it is acute or prolonged, is to regulate our nervous system a little bit. And that means pausing, that means breathing. Just taking that time to pause is huge, as well as taking that time to name what the problem is. So you're naming circumstantial or unintentional overwhelm. After that, it's a matter of assessing things. So with circumstantial overwhelm, you're going to pause and then you're going to assess what is essential. And when we're talking about what is essential, the definition that I want you to use here is that it is impossible to do without. (laughs) I love this definition. It is so, and, and this is the dictionary definition. So when you are in circumstantial overwhelm, you want to pause and ask yourself, what is essential? What is impossible to do without? This means that you can say, all right, then what can I pause for now? What can I let go of for now? It's really, at this point, a process of elimination, a process of moving everything else out of the way so you can focus on what's essential and doing that in a way that is intentional. So what can I pause for now? And being able to get that back on your plate when you want it back on your plate. And what can I let go of? So for the example earlier, when I was talking about my Just Productivity community member, they are putting some things on pause right now. And we have her set up with what I call a bonus brain. And the bonus brain holds everything that she needs to remember and everything that she wants to keep track of, anything she wants to take action on. So what she's doing is she is setting up a whole separate section of her bonus brain to hold stuff that she wants to come back to once she gets through a certain phase of her recovery. So we had her pause, assess what is essential, you know, assess what is impossible to do without, which meant pausing some things for now, but also letting go of some things. All right, let's go back over to the unintentional side. So if you're facing primarily unintentional overwhelm, where it's really a lack of clarity and boundaries that are creating too much for you to do. And this is a tricky one to own up to. This is you saying, okay, I have more control than I am letting myself believe. And I get to pause and assess what are my priorities, all right? So when you're facing an intentional overwhelm, you're going to pause and you're going to assess what are your priorities. Now, here's the definition of priority we're working off of here. Again, coming straight from the dictionary, and I love this one too, priority equals the right to one's attention before other things considered less important. So when you are in unintentional overwhelm, you're going to pause and assess what has the right to my attention before other things. 
So another way to look at this is what is most important right now and what will have the biggest lasting impact? So what is most important right now? What will have the biggest lasting impact? Being able to actually capture that and intentionally do things about that, whether that means communicating the stuff that's not most important to anybody who's affected by it, and also being able to really think, what is the one thing that if I made progress on that, it would make other things unnecessary or less important? And that's, I'm kind of using a a take on the phrase of the one thing um, by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. The thing about priorities is when everything is important, nothing is important. So what is most important right now? Let's rewind back to my GIST productivity community member where we were able to look at what it, what has the right to her attention before anything else. And right now it was around revenue and, uh, excuse me, income generating activities. Nothing else matters right now because of what's going on in her life. So she's facing this unintentional overwhelm because of a lack of clarity, because of a lack of boundaries. So we have to go back in, find that clarity and get some boundaries in place simply by saying what really is most important, what will have the biggest lasting impact. I gave a hard truth earlier simply by saying you don't have enough time. (laughs) None of us have enough time to get it all done. This is why the assessing that we're doing is about what's essential in that circumstantial overwhelm and what is your priorities in your unintentional overwhelm because we have to at some point admit, well, we don't have to. It's essential for you (laughs) to admit that you're not gonna get it all done, that you don't have enough time to do it all if you ever want to get to a place of peace in your life. So that was a lot that I just threw at you. I think the most important thing you could be doing right now is to identify if you're in overwhelm, and if so, are you experiencing circumstantial overwhelm, so where the current circumstances or phase of life make it all feel like too much, or are you experiencing unintentional overwhelm where a lack of clarity and boundaries has created too much for you to do? We are going to cover all of this and get to specific results and give you that time for pausing. And that is during the What's Your Problem workshop. So I'm gonna be hosting that. It is a live workshop. It takes place over Zoom. And I will be there to help you live. We'll go over all of this again. You'll get this beautiful PDF workbook because I can't help it. So you'll get a beautiful PDF workbook to work in. And I will guide you through all of this and help you identify which overwhelm you are in and what you need to do about it specifically for you. So that's going to be on August 23rd at 11:30 a.m. Pacific time. Go to aliceenriquez.com forward slash problem to join us. Okay, that is all for this week. I'll be back with you again next week. Until then, keep making progress on what matters most to you. Thank you for listening to the productivity shift. If you're ready to work with a group of badass women in business to get your shit together and choose how to spend your time, then the GIST community could be the perfect place for you. I'll be opening up enrollment again soon, so head on over to aliceenriquez.com forward slash GIST. That's aliceenriquez.com forward slash G-Y-S-T to learn more about the GIST community and to submit your application to join us.